With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the EWN Podcast Network. Have you ever wondered how some people make eating healthy, exercise, and managing stress look so easy? You can too. Welcome to Wellness Wisdom, where we uncover the secrets to lasting health and happiness and empower you to make wise health choices, see results, and create a healthy lifestyle for good. Join Camille Kennard, licensed social worker, certified health and wellness coach, a self-care specialist on the journey to explore how to make health and well-being possible for you. It's a health and wellness journey you can take together. Please welcome your host, Camille Kennard. Welcome, everybody, to Wellness Wisdom. Happy 2019. I cannot believe it's a brand new year. And, you know, for a lot of us, we think about what do I want this year? What do I want to have happen in this year? What do I want to create? And this month, we're talking about how do you visualize in your mind what it is you want to create and then make it happen, right? It's not just looking at it and visualizing it, but it's actually making it happen is the important part. So as you guys listen to the podcast this month, you're going to be learning tips and tricks and ways to set those goals and those dreams, but also get the baby steps to making it happen. So I'm super excited for the guests that I have for you guys today. This is the first week of January. Super excited to have someone who is an expert in vision and writing visions and really discovering what we want out of life. So Carrie Connolly is my guest today. Carrie, thank you so much for joining the podcast today. Well, happy new year and I'm honored to be here. I am so excited to have you. Um, Carrie is an amazing person, and I actually met her a couple of years ago at one of her events down in Arizona. I have a sister that lives there, and I went to her Vision is Victory event. It's called Viv, and it was amazing and moving and changing for me in the way I wanted to see my future and my life. So I am really excited to have Carrie. This is like a dream come true. She's a mentor. She's someone I really look up to. So I'm going to just tell you guys a little bit about Carrie. She's been an entrepreneur for over 20 years, and she's built two successful businesses to over six figures. And she's dedicated her energy and experience to helping others bring their visions to life, which I love. She's always there to support those of us who are trying to live our vision, right? Doing the best we can. Um, she's had 21 years of experience with growing those businesses and helping hundreds of business owners develop a carefully constructed vision to achieve defined objectives concisely and efficiently. I love that. We're going to talk about that a little bit today. Carrie is a speaker and an entrepreneurial coach. She specializes in creating a clear, concise vision for her clients' businesses and their lives. They affect each other. So um, she's driven to help entrepreneurs succeed. She helps her clients monetize their business through specific tools and training. She's also a weekly contributor to the nationally syndicated Motivational Morning magazine show, Daybreak, USA. And I know also Carrie created um, an inspired community called Infinite Nation, which I've been a part of, which is amazing. Again, it's a niche to help business owners really figure out what it is that's their passion and create the life that they want to have through vision building. She's a genuine connector. She believes in success, that it's about following your true passion. And thank you so much, Carrie, for being with us today. 
I would, I would, yes, I'm so happy to have you. I would love for you to kind of tell us a little bit of, as an entrepreneur, what got you interested in helping people create a vision? Well, actually the vision came first, which is what I meal, right? So vision always comes first. You know, my tagline is vision is victory, but I also tell people that before you do anything, your vision is everything. So, you know, the story goes is that I was uh, at a college, you know, went into working in marketing and advertising and not loving having a nine to five gig. Mm. And I had never been told that I could create anything outside of that because this was the eighties when we all went to college, we got the nine to five gig. Yeah. Um, and at one of my jobs, Camille, a woman came and spoke, uh, it was kind of like a like a staff development kind of day. Mm -hmm. And I don't even remember what she talked about, but I just remember she was so inspiring when she was leading the workshop that I wanted to do what she did. I thought, wow, that would just be so amazing to do that. So I asked her to have lunch with me and she became my first mentor. And what she told me was that I was never going to fit that, that nine to five thing. And I needed Mm -hmm. to get really clear on what I wanted my life to look like. So she gave me a book to read and it's still on Amazon. It's called, um, how to get control of your time in life. Mm. And my book is also on Amazon vision is victory, but she, I bought the book and I took a day off of work and with a legal pad of paper, cause this was the late eighties, <laughs> yeah. um, no cell phones, iPads, all that kind of stuff. I very clearly on several pieces of paper, Camille, and I still have them wrote out what I wanted my life to look like. If I could wave my magic wand, what would it look like? In every facet of my life, my relationship with my husband, where we were living, if we traveled, where did we go? Um, We didn't have kids yet, but I knew we would. And I wrote several things around being a mom and what kind of mom I wanted to be, what kind of values I wanted to instill in my kids, uh, the relationship that I wanted to have with them. And then on several of the pieces of paper, I also wrote, if I were to have my own business, what would I want to do? Because I had no clue. Yeah. And I wrote several ideas. One being maybe be in a company that's a network marketing based, women based company, so I could stay home and raise my children. And at the very last line of one of those pieces of paper, I wrote that someday I wanted to be a vision expert. I wanted to help people with vision and goal setting. Mm, I love that. Yeah. So this is why I say to you the vision came first and why I tell everybody and what my stake in the ground is around everything is. The vision has to come first because what happened that day, I believe that I got very, very clear and very still to hear my own voice tell me this is what you have been purposed to do. And the ripple effect began. So a couple of years later, I had my son. Um, I got pregnant with my daughter, was desperate to stay home with my kiddos. And I was introduced to my first uh, entrepreneurial gig, which was Arbonne which I'm sure Mm -hmm. many of the listeners know that company. And I stepped right into it because I knew it's what I've been asking for. Right. So then I grew my other company six years ago and away we go. So because it worked for me and because I did that one day of writing it in so much clarity, everything else followed. Mm. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So really getting clear about exactly what it would look like, feel like, be like, what relationships, yes. experiences, all of that. Yes. It's really powerful. And I think, you, like you said, we know inside ourselves what that is, if we can get still and yeah. listen to what 
we're being told is the vision for us is the thing. Yeah. The problem we have going on is we live in a very noisy, busy world. Yeah. So people think they know what it is, Camille, but they really have what I call a wishy-washy kind of something foggy brainy kind of thing going on. Yeah. And they think that's a vision and it's really not. What I just defined to you of what I did is what I call a vision. Clear, concise. I mean, I want it in living, breathing color to leap off the page. Yeah, I love that. And as you were, I mean, this is when you, before you had your kids that you kind of started. And when I'm, when I'm picturing you, I'm just picturing you kind of sitting outside with your notebook and like, and like feeling, you know, just a really happy, content feeling and then being open to whatever comes. I think a lot of my clients want to sit down and write out these goals and have it all done instead of Mm -hmm. allowing it to kind of, like you were saying, like kind of flow there. Um, And what was it that, that made you think I need to, I, I know that you had that woman who kind of told you, well, you know, you yeah. need to kind of get clear on what you want. Yeah. Um, what else, what else kind of helped you know that you needed to like set down a stake in the sand? This is what I'm doing. Yeah. Well, I want you to know that I, I did, you are envisioning correctly that I was sitting down in a very quiet space, but I also want you to know that I had a guideline of exercise exercises that pulled it out of me, which is why I wrote my book and why I would do my workshops because I could tell people, you know, just get a journal and just sit under a tree and let's just, you know, write. But it helps if you have a guideline of let's do this and then let's do that and, and so on because we are so far removed in this world from ever dreaming like that on such a big scale that most people, again, get very foggy when they think vision. And what I want is something that's really clear. So when I get people to write their vision, I not only have them write it out, but I take it a step further, as you know, and I get them to put dates on things. Mm -hmm. And that is the magic key. (laughs) Yeah. Most people might write something lovely in a journal or make a really pretty vision board and sit and stare at it, but they don't have target dates that they're going to work towards making those things happen. I didn't just wish, wish those things to come together because I put it out there. They started showing up and I went to work at whatever, like I told you, Arbonne was the first, um, my first opportunity to unplug for my job and be able to stay home with my kids. But I worked it. It wasn't like I just signed up and went, wow, this is really cool. If I just, yeah. like, you know, yeah. So, that's the other thing. What I said, what I loved about what you said in my intro was taking it from a vision into very actionable daily baby step goals. That's the magic. Yeah. And I think that when you were talking about, you know, you're okay, I'm going to, I think I'll do this network marketing. That's kind of where I'm going with things is that when we have this vision or this idea or this thought of something, then we can recognize it when it comes into our lives. Yes. I knew the instant I showed up. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where it's like, oh, okay. Cause I think some people get confused of, oh, do I just put up a vision board that says, you know, I want it this year, I want to make a hundred thousand dollars. Then, and then the money just comes to me and it just, you know, that whole thing of like, do we manifest things? And I do believe, you know, our subconscious mind starts really working because those those pictures and those words come to us, but then there's the action part, right? The part of, okay, 
let's make this happen. I, I right. love that. Um, and that you were able to recognize because you'd already put out there what you were wanting. Um, this last year, I did my first health and wellness retreat. I had 17 women who came from all over. And awesome. I had last year put up a picture of health and wellness transformation retreat 2019 but I did a heck of a lot of work <laughs> to make yes. it happen, right? But I had that date. This is the date it's going to happen. The, I've already rented the space. This is, you know, everything. So I think that's the thing to help people understand is that it's powerful when you put that intention out there, when you get really clear about what it's going to look like, but also that you take the action yes. to make it happen. And, yes. And you said something that was super key right here that most people don't do is you put a date on it. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. You said this is when it's going to happen. See, most people, what they do is they put it up on the board. And if I ask them, okay, when is that going to happen? They say, well, I'm kind of hoping, right? Okay. Yeah. I, I say this a lot. Hope and wish and a prayer is not a business plan and it's not actionable. Yeah. You have to have non-negotiable dates so that you can reverse engineer the activity. Mm. Okay. So what you did, I'm sure, Camille, is that you set a date and then you went to work on the metrics. Okay, if this retreat's going to work for me to actually monetize it and pull it off, I know how many people I need to have there. And knowing the number, then over the months leading up to it, you knew the actions that you needed to take to make sure you had the right people there, right? Yeah. That's where most entrepreneurs stop. They don't do that. They don't put dates on something saying this is when it has to happen and not move the date and then back it up from there with metrics all the way down into knowing what their daily income producing activity should be towards the goal. They work in reverse and it never works. Mm. I love that you say it's a reverse engineering. So what I did is I had a sticky note up and I knew I needed 17 women. So I had blank spaces and each time someone signed up, I put their love name it. in there. And so that was really helpful for me is to have in front of my face what I needed to do, right? So that I knew every effort I'm making is to fill those spots, to fill those spots, to fill those spots. So, you know, when we're, we're looking at, you know, a lot of my clients are trying to eat better or exercise or change the way they handle stress, you know, making it so that it's something that you are able to, you know, notice the results or be able to see that you made a difference, right? There was yes. a change there. It's yes. huge. Yeah. Because most of us uh, as entrepreneurs work really, really hard, but don't see the result. And there's so many reasons for that, that I don't know that we have time for on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> maybe visit that in another month, another theme. Um, but what they don't do is really think through the whole process of what's it, what is it going to take and do the right things at the right time in their business. So they see the needle move forward a little bit every month, right? Or at least every quarter, mm -hmm. you know, the magic behind having a three-year vision, which, you know, is what I work with three year. And then I work with people from having a three-year vision down into a one-year metrics-based business plan that we break down into quarters. Um, and then quarterly, knowing exactly what activity you are going to do to monetize your business for whatever number you need to put in the bank. Yeah. The day, unless you're running your business as a ministry, the end of the day, <laughs> we should be working this thing to put money in the bank. 
<laughs> yeah, I remember you saying this is not an expensive hobby that we're doing here, right? <laughs> Very expensive hobbies. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. I love you sharing kind of what you went through and how you recognized, okay, it needs to be really clear. I need to know what I'm going to feel like, be like, what experiences I want to have. And then what is going to get me to that place, right? Having this yeah. network marketing is going to help me stay at home with my kids. It's going to help me get the income that I'm looking at um, yep. and kind of really making sure you know exactly what it is and what it's going to look like. Um, we're going to take a little break. But when we get back, I'd love for you to share with us a little bit more about how do people create like you do the three-year vision, you know, how yeah. do you look forward? I know you had us look into like, what's our family going to be like in three years? What are our parents going to be doing in three years? And really getting clear on that, yeah, what, what it's going to look like. Do you feel stressed, overweight, and unhappy? Are you tired of setting goals that you don't accomplish? Do you want more energy, motivation, and focus to create your dreams? Many people struggle to keep up the commitment, motivation, and confidence to be successful, to reach their goals and aspirations. They often let other things get in the way of their personal health and happiness. It doesn't have to be this way. You can change. Join us beginning Wednesday, January 9th, 2019 for a six-week online health transformation workshop. Learn about the mind-body connection. Overcome obstacles to health. Create daily health rituals. Get support from others like you and change your life for good. Register now at flourishwellnessconsulting.com under online group workshops or email Camille at flourishwellnessconsulting.com. Our gift to you as a podcast listener is $50 off the transformation workshop. Use the promo code podcast50 when you register. This new year, make peace with your body and like who you are for good. Welcome back, everybody, to Wellness Wisdom. We're having a great topic for 2019. We're talking about creating the life you want through vision, through being able to visualize and put into action what it is that needs to happen so that you can get the dreams and the goals that you have for this year, for 2019. And I'm talking to Carrie Connolly, who is a vision expert. I've known her for a few years. I went to her Vision is Victory event, and it was really inspiring. And I loved learning about how important it is to really get clear on what it is we want. And Carrie, before the break, I asked you if you would kind of talk with us about, you know, how you help people, you know, prepare for their future and start that vision process. Yes. Well, it's kind of fun. You know, when I started doing this, Camille, I started with a beta test group of women. They became my, my little guinea pigs. And so yeah. a couple of them, and we did them all virtually. We did a once a week call for six weeks in a row live. And, um, one of them was my best friend who lived in Tulsa and I was living in Denver. And I asked her to draw on a piece of paper what I defined would look like a funnel, like a circle on top and then mm -hmm. a cone underneath. Mm -hmm. And when she drew it out, she said to me, well, mine looks like an ice cream cone. And I said, <laughs> better. Everybody loves ice cream, right? So yeah. Another part of my um, brand is people have come to recognize the ice cream cone. So, so when I have people in a room, I ask them to draw the, the scoop part, the circle part, whatever their favorite flavor is on a piece of paper. And at the top of the piece of paper, I get them to put the date as if it's three years from that day. And then I ask them three questions. One, how old will you be on that date? Two, how old will your kids be, your grandkids, nieces and nephews? If you've got kiddos you're involved with, how old will they be? And then three, if, you're, if you um, are, are still attached to your parents, grandparents, older people, how old will they be? And the reason I use that is because there's two things that are non-negotiable. One is that, God willing, we will be three years older on that day. 
Right. And two, you can't stop time. Nothing you can do about it. Mm -hmm. And the reason I get people to do that, Camille, is that, that I get them to look forward into that time frame. And organically what happens for us as humans on this planet is there is a life shift happening about every three to five years. And it usually is wrapped around age because exam, for example, if you have kiddos right now that are in, let's say middle school, if you look forward three years, you can see some big shifts coming, mm -hmm. right? You're starting to see, oh my gosh, you know, um, Tommy's going to be driving or, uh, you know, Mary's going to be starting college and big shifts are coming. But the problem is nobody thinks about that coming mm -hmm. to prepare for it. So that's why I work on people thinking out because then we, again, like I said earlier, reverse engineering. So I get them, I, I tell them, okay, you've got three minutes and inside that circle, that ice cream scoop, I want you to write as much as you can, as fast as you can, as if you were writing your dream life as if it's on that day, three years out. And there's five categories I give people to kind of get them started. One category of life, would be your faith life, your community, your serving, whatever that is. Second category would be your family. What does it look like? How are you spending your time together? Those kinds of things. Third one is fitness and health, of course. The fourth one is finances and career. And then the last category, the last F is foundational. And foundational is um, who are you being? What are some characteristics mm. about yourself that you would like to be better known for? Mm. You want to be more philanthropic? Do you want to be more of a prayer mm. warrior? Do you want to be a better leader? You know, that kind of stuff. And so as fast as you can, and the reason I time it in three minutes is that the most important stuff will come out first. As long as people don't hold back. Yeah. And the one rule I tell everybody is don't have a thought of what that dream life would look like and not put it down because you're thinking in now terms. Mm-hmm right? <clears throat> that can't happen. We don't have money. Uh, there's no way our family situation, you know, people hold back. Right. Yeah. And I, you know, I loved doing this and I actually have the one that I did back in, um, let's see, it was 2017. Yeah. The one that I did with you in the, in no, 2016. So I, I have that one right in front of me right here. And it's pretty interesting to look at everything uh -huh. that I put down in those different categories of life. And some of them I've actually have happened, which is really cool. Like my business, my, you know, improving my business and things. But I, I think I love to give people the permission to just put it all out there, dream, whatever it is you right. think you could possibly have. And, and what I love about what you're doing is this isn't a one year goal or a six month goal. This is like a lifetime. What do you want your life to be like? And that's what I focus on. What do you want your lifestyle to be? What do you want to experience and have in life? You know, right. I, I put time with family and friends. I put down my fitness level. I wanted to be, at. I put the money that I wanted to make, um, you know, who I wanted to volunteer with, you know, of the different organizations that I support, you know? So I, I, I love that idea of just putting it all out there in these different areas. So that it's just, you can see what you've kind of been dreaming about out on paper. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, I think one of the reasons, another reason they hold back, Camille, is that they don't, I think there is um, a level of, well, who am I to think that I can have all those things? Mm, worthiness. <laughs> yeah. Worthiness. 
Yeah. Unfortunately, it's mostly in women, but mm. um, a deserving, and not just women, but it's a big problem. Um, you know, who am I to deserve all that? I have enough in my life. I'm blessed as it is. You know, why, why would I think that I could have all of that when nobody in my family ever has? You know, the list goes on and on. And the reason the vision has to come first is the how has to come after. Mm. And so another reason people hold back is they use the, well, I just don't even see how that's possibly going to happen with where I'm at right now. And that was my girlfriend who came up with the ice cream cone, you know, had no idea how we were going to shift her life. She wanted to make a huge career shift, um, had been in the hotel industry since straight out of college and had no idea what the next chapter held or what it was. And I told her, you know what? you just tell me what it is that you dream of and it will show up. Mm. Right. Um, like it did for me. Not that it just dropped in her driveway. She had to like noodle some ideas and go find out more about it. Yeah. Even wanted to research it, but we had to start somewhere and the vision came first always. Yeah. And I love that idea of like, it's kind of that what first and then the how and for a lot of my clients, it's even, I think part of the vision too is the why, why you're doing it. Why do you want to do this? What right. do you want? What do you want to feel and experience? If I want to make a hundred thousand dollars, is that because I want to be able to give to charity or, or uh, contribute more to my community or what, what is it? I think that could help a lot of women too, who are saying, I feel like selfish or like I'm doing yes. is like, what is the why? Maybe the why is a huge why, like you're going to make a difference in other people's lives. And, yeah. and that's a, you can propel people forward. I think that was a big part of mine. Um, looking at my, and thinking about how old you're going to be in five years or three years is like, wow. And my parents, like they're going to be aging and I might need to help them as they get older. And I want to have the income to be able to help them, you know, and if they need to go to a care center. Yeah. It's all those kinds of things that you start thinking about. I love that. Yeah. And the why is really at the nut of, uh, it's at the core of why I do what I do, Camille, Mm. because I know that we, we all have a purpose on this earth and we all have been given all of the resources and the talent and everything in us to carry out that mission. And my biggest goal in life, and I will die doing this is helping people get pointed back to that purpose that they were sent here to do because it will get you through anything, Mm. literally anything inconsistency is also a big problem in people's lives and in their businesses. And the reason people are inconsistent is they're not attaching it to a bigger purpose. Yeah. You're right. It's not about the money, although the money can do a lot of good. It's really more about, and really if you ask a hundred people in the room right now to really why they do what they do, why they do what they do, if you peel it all the way down, probably 100% of all hundred would say, I just want to make a difference while I'm here on this earth. Mm-hmm. And you can't do that if you don't know what your own purpose is. Yeah. How do you, yeah. Help, how do you help people kind of get clear on that part of it, on their purpose of why, why they're, what they're, what they're here to do? Yeah. What helps people with that, do you think? When they write their vision, um, so I give them the three minutes to just, you know, free float, right? Get the things off the head. Then the next step I take them to is actually writing a very detailed letter um, to somebody, whoever they want to write it to, um, as if three years have passed and they haven't talked and they're telling this person 
every detail of their life. Mm. Because what happens in this exercise, in this process, is it reveals a lot to them. It reveals to them what their core values are. It reveals what kind of, like you said, lifestyle they want to have. And behind the lifestyle, what reveals for them is either the thing they're currently doing, they are right on track, they just need to come up with a more clear business plan around it, yeah. or they find out that what they are doing, they weren't, they're not happy doing at all, and they've got to figure out what it is that they were really meant to do. I truly believe that as kids, we kind of knew what that thing was. Yeah. And unfortunately in our world, the way it's set up right now is we kind of, um, we kind of beat it out of people by middle school, high school. You got to fit in the box and go, you know, this. <laughs> yeah. You know, I've said it in public before that I grew up wanting to be a singer. Oh yeah. Spent hours in my room singing into anything I could make into a microphone, you know? Um, and my family thought that was cute. They came to all the little variety shows I was in and all that kind of stuff. But you know, nobody in my family had ever gone to college before. So my parents were adamant that you're going to college, you're getting a degree and this is what mm. you're going to do. And so by high school, me becoming a singer was not even a thought anymore. <clears throat> so now, you know, I'm no Carrie Underwood, but now I know why I had that desire to be on stages because I love speaking. Mm. Using your voice was an important part of what you were going to do for your mission. Right. Yeah. See what I'm saying? Yeah, I love that. It's all there. We just aren't listening anymore. Yeah. And I think you're so, I mean, thinking about what you were good at as a child or what kind of you were led to before people right. told you what you should do. <laughs> right. You should do this. It's like, I, I mean, I think as a child, I was always good at like helping others. Right. And like yeah. noticing what kids were sad in the playground or, you know what I mean? Sure. So it's like those kinds of things that like can help you. Cause I think a lot of my clients are struggling with what their purpose is really. They don't, they don't know what it is. Like, Oh, I'm here to go to work and come home and feed my family. That's what I'm here to do. Yeah. Yeah. So that whole idea of it could be something that you've imagined your whole life. I want to hear you sing one of these days. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, it's interesting. Now I'm in a whole other phase of my life, right? Yeah. After building two businesses, my kids now are raised and, um, I I lost my husband four years ago, as you know. Yeah. Uh, so my life is a whole different picture now. And um, my daughter just got married. Um, now I pretty much have like a whole new canvas to paint, a whole new vision. Yeah. And some of the things that I want to put back in my life are some of the things that I would love to do that I enjoy doing and singing is one of them. So we'll see what that looks like. I'm excited to hear about that. And you know what? That's an interesting point that you brought up is that life transitions yes. are, are an opportunity to kind of re- reinvent your vision or look at it again or you know start a different one yeah or any any opportunity where you feel like there's you know you could recreate this vision or come up with something else that is a part of your vision yes people you know have a tendency to do that to themselves too well it's too late now yeah I'm too too ingrained in this job yeah why would I leave it now and I just it breaks my heart Camille because more people than not 98% literally, I think, die with a whole lot of really good stuff they could have done and a whole lot of regret. Yeah. Really sad. 
die with the music in you, right? That yeah. that song you wanted to sing and never had a chance to. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I I love all of this because I feel like when we when we tap into our subconscious, right, and we create something beautiful, and on often we know what it is we want, and if we can get rid of the fear. I, I, you talked a lot about this at the last retreat we went to is that sometimes that fear comes in. You may create this beautiful picture of what it's going to look like when you have the, the income you want, the family, the, all that. But then this fear comes in of what if I can't do it or what if I can't right. make it happen? Well, yeah, the big F word is yes. <laughs> comes in there. <laughs> and that's, that is another thing I talk a lot about when I do workshops around the stories and the excuses that people use for not following their vision that they think are real obstacles when they're really not. Yeah. The bottom line is always there's just fear around it. Yeah. And sometimes we're fearful that we're going to be successful. I mean, I've seen that with well, a lot yeah. of my clients that they're fearful that what if I actually do release this weight or what if I do take better care of myself or what if yes. I do get the money I want? <laughs> you know, what if that does happen? Yeah. yeah I that more times than the fear of failure actually mm. especially when I'm working with a client and they're starting to see some success right away yeah they start getting like they'll call me and say okay this is happening and now I'm really afraid like this is what if this gets too much and I can't handle it and what if I lose friends over it and all you know it's it's um it's stepping into your true authentic self and it scares people yeah so, it's a space that we're not always in, right? <laughs> we're, or we're not in very often. We're uncomfortable with it. You know, yes. I, think, I think of a lot of my clients who say they've told themselves the story of, oh, no one in our family can lose weight or yes. this is just part of my genetics or um, when I'm stressed, I just eat. That's the way it is. You know, this, you know, so this, these kinds of stories that we tell ourselves and what if we could replace that with a different story, right? What yes. if it is possible? What if you, what if you'll figure it out as you go along and maybe yeah. you don't know all the answers right now. And I think that's where we get that fear thing. I know I experienced this with my business is like, I'm like, I don't know what, how I'm going to, when I expand, how I'm going to hire people or what's it, what it's going to look yeah. like, you know? Yeah. And just recognizing that we can figure it out as we go along because those fear, those fears are stories that we're telling ourselves, yes. right? That are not, not yeah. true. They're just stories that we made up. And I think and so many people hold back, that holds them back. It's yeah. Not, people don't even know, Camille, that they have stories going on. Yeah. So a big part of my workshop when I do them um, and the masterclass that I created is that we talk about stories and, and how, we, how we got them and how to change them. And it can be done, it's not easy work, but it can be done. Because we've adopted stories that either were passed down to us, yeah. or from some uh, emotional event that happened in our life. Right, so both of those can be changed with number one, identifying that that is a problem and you do have it. Yeah. And number two, going to work at it every day. Yeah. Yeah. And therein lies the magic key to setting baby step goals that you can stick to is that you have to first identify the obstacle that's right in front of the goal, the vision that you want and go to work at breaking down that obstacle, that story. Yeah. So instead of saying somebody comes to you, Camille and says, okay, I want to lose uh, 30 pounds this year. Right. And you say to them, okay, well, what's been stopping you? And you, you, they give you all the stories. Well, nobody in my family's ever done it. Yeah. Um, all been heavy. 
So now you know you've got a story that people are dealing with. And so the goals that you set with them really becomes, how do we get rid of that? Yeah. Because if we don't get rid of that, I could start telling you right now just to start eating, you know, uh, more protein, less sugar and working out three to four days a week. But if that mental block is there, you and I both know what's going to happen. Yeah. So we've got to give them baby step goals around. Okay. How can we start changing what you're saying and what you're believing? Yeah. Those beliefs are so powerful, aren't they? In creating, in creating what kind of life we want. You know, I have all my clients do a wellness vision. So what would it feel like, be like if you, you know, I say, have them say it as if it's happening. I am fit. I am happy. I, I can handle stress that comes into my life. I am resilient, right? Those kinds of things that, that really creating that instead of it, oh, I can't, or I'm not going to, it's like, no, there, I can always, there's a possibility there. Right. And the way we speak to ourselves is so powerful. Those I am statements that we say are just so powerful. Yes, they are. But we first have to capture the, the negative statements that are coming out of the mouth and yeah, yeah and change them. And most people don't even realize that they're saying it. Right. We don't, it's kind of habit, right? We're thinking it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's huge. I mean, as a clinical therapist for many years, you know, just noticing what people when they get insight into changing what they're saying to themselves and that their self talk is often what is holding them back or making them feel like a victim. Yeah, that's it's it's a cool, empowering place to be to see people be like, aha, I it's me. It's not these other things outside of me. It's what I'm saying that's been holding me back. Um, I love this conversation. Is there other things that you feel like are really important? I know, you know, there's the five categories. There's really putting it all out on paper and then actionable steps. Do you have anything more to say with that? That's helpful for people as they're getting clear on their vision and Sure. So now we know, you know, it has to be in writing in detail, leap off the page. It can't be rolling around in your head like a hope and a wish and a prayer, right? Yeah. <clears throat> Unless you're okay with that. <laughs> Most people aren't. Um, and then we have to create space around um, breaking that down into metrics-based, quarterly-based uh, activities that actually move the needle, right? Whether it's your fitness or your income, whatever you want to call it. I think the biggest thing of all is it really matters who you spend your time with Mm. because you can be working so hard on improving yourself and it's not easy. Personal growth is what stops most people from anything because it gets painful. Yeah. And if you are around a bunch of people that they are staying stuck and and happy to be there, they're going to want to hold on to you and keep you right where you're at. Hmm. So you've got to take a look around you and see who you're spending your time with. And if those people are staying where they want to stay, then it's time to move on. And that's not an easy thing to do either, but it's, it makes all the difference. Yeah. Changing. Sorry, go ahead. No, changing those relationships sometimes, you know, where you recognize that some people aren't, um, supporting your growth, right? Yeah. And and that can be hard. I know I've experienced that in my business because people don't understand why you'd leave a full-time salaried job to, <laughs> to do what you want to do. True. Kind of a thing. I thought I was a little crazy too. <laughs> yeah. But I, I love that kind of saying, you know, where do I, 
want to be, even if this is, is painful, what is it that I want to have happen in my life that I am committed, that I'm committed to, right? And I think yeah. for a lot of people that can be hard to be committed, whether it's changing. I mean, it's, it's hard to change habits. It's hard to change yeah. the way that we've been. But I love that you do it into bite-sized pieces where it's like, okay, this is what I can do within this quarter. These three months, I'm going to do this. You know, with my clients, I have them look at daily, weekly, monthly goals that will get them. And, and seeing the results is really, for me, like in my business, seeing results, when I sit down and I look at the successes, that is motivating to me. It's like, oh, look at how far I've come, you know? And I think that's really, when people see that, it, it has that momentum to keep them, keep them moving forward. Yeah, that's why you have a coach because yeah. the coach job is to help you lay all that out and also, you know, give you that encouragement and those accolades when you need them. Yeah. You know, every little step, I'm sure you do this and I do this. I recognize when people are making the baby steps and that's huge because unfortunately a lot of times when people are ready to make a big change in their life, the people around them get scared Mm -hmm. and want to tell them all the reasons why they shouldn't be doing it. Yeah. They need to have a really strong coach in their corner and make some shifts in their environment. Yeah. And I remember you saying this at um, the top six retreat, we were talking about who you spend your time with. And you were saying to the entrepreneurs, you know, spend your time with someone who is at a level where you want to be one day, right? Someone that is a mentor that you can look up to because it's like, the health and wellness thing, right? If you're hanging out with people who are eating better and exercising, it's like, Oh, I want to do that yeah. too. Right. Yeah. Like, like being around people who are supporting the same thing that you're doing, or they see something that, or they are already doing well at something you want to get to. It makes it so that you're, you know, able to see that it's possible, that it's possible yeah. for me to lose weight, or it's possible for me to have my business go to six figures or whatever it is that you're working on. You know, yeah. I love that bringing people in that inspire and support you and make you want to be better, you know, get to yeah. that next level. I've noticed that, you know, moving here to Arizona four years ago, um, it's such a healthy, healthy lifestyle here. Yeah. And so, um, except for July and August, that you want to be healthy because you see it all around you and you feel so good. So it's, yeah, environment is everything. And I don't think people realize how much it impacts how you feel and the actions you take when you're in an environment that's not good. Yeah. So mm -hmm. how do people, if they say it's their family members that are, yeah. what, what do you, this what, is true. Yeah. yeah. The people you live with, if they aren't supporting you, how do you, what would yeah. advice would you give to someone in that situation? If they are trying to lose weight, but their spouse is like, no, I'm going to cook all this food. That's not <laughs> so yeah. healthy or whatever. Right. Yeah. I've had to coach a lot of people in that situation. Sometimes women that have had husbands that not aren't on board with their vision. And I understand that very much. Um, yeah. Or friends that, you know, are telling them that they're crazy for becoming an entrepreneur or whatever. Right. So, so two things, one, your vision is your vision. Mm. What, what your purpose is and what you are called to do is solely you. So what we have to first understand is everybody has their own path. And the second thing we have to understand is to respect it. Mm. 
So if you have a friend or a spouse or a parent or a family member that is pushing back on what you want to do and they're not fully on board, like saying, hey, I'm going to start eating healthy with you and working out. We're going to do this as a team, which is lovely when that happens, but yes. it doesn't always happen. Then the conversation has to be, okay, totally understand where you're at, but here's where I'm at. And if you love me, you have to respect me enough to let me put boundaries in this area of my life. Mm. And that's where the conversation either goes really, really well of, okay, you're right. I'm going to make these meals for me and, you know, I'll help you make your meals or we'll just eat something, whatever you have to do, but I'll respect it. Um, for me, a lot of times it was me having to, um, teach them how to have conversations with the new activity that we're going to have to put into their life because of their new business. Um, big shifts around that and having family members have to get on board with setting boundaries and allowing that person to have their work time when they were working, especially because of the most of them were working out of their homes. Mm-hmm. So, you know, cause they don't know what they don't know until you just have an honest conversation. Totally get, you may not be on board with this vision, but I want you to know I'm doing it for us. And all I'm asking is that you love and respect me enough to, to let me allow me these boundaries and support it. Yeah. I think that's a powerful conversation, you know, to just start communicating. This is what I want and this is what I need. And you don't have to do it yourself or go along with it. But for most people, you know, if they care about you, they, they will respect where you're at. As long as you, you know, verbalize that, that this is what I need from you is your respect. Yeah. Cause sometimes people are doing it without even realizing they're kind of sabotaging exactly. you. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And you know, what I've seen happen to Camille is sometimes when people have had these hard conversations and it's hard because some of these relationships you've been in for a really long time, or again, you're yeah. married to them. Um, and what happens out of it is with the mutual respect, the other person ends up growing mm. um, without really even knowing it. And the relationship gets better. And if it doesn't, that's a whole other, uh, that's, that's outside my wheelhouse. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, and I think that makes a lot of sense to, to look at it as that respect of each other and that the other person, you know, maybe it's a, there's that synergy there when they notice you making these changes. It's also, I know a lot of my clients that's happened where their, their spouse is like, Oh, I've noticed that you're eating this. What, what do you think of this? Or like, Oh, you lost some weight. Oh, <laughs> you know, yeah. they start seeing the results and then they kind of are curious about it as well. Um, yeah. Anything else that you think is important is people are sitting down. I know you said, write it out, make sure it's like in living color, the detailed vision and then actionable steps. And you say to do quarterly. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think the biggest thing of all is what I said earlier around having non-negotiable dates, target dates. Okay. Because people can come to me and they say they want to make a hundred thousand this year, but if they don't have something that that is attached to, that is absolutely non-negotiable, they'll push it out because the personal growth is not easy. Mm. It's why less than 6% ever make it to six figures, Camille, because there is so much personal growth from zero to six figures that happens that 98% quit. Wow. So there's got to be, so when I started my first business, I told you earlier, I had a two-year-old. I was working. I was five months pregnant with my daughter. 
my first target with that company was to get to the first level in the company so that when she came in three in 90 days, I was making enough with the new business that I could not go back to my job and get my son out of daycare. I had a very non-negotiable date. That baby was coming. Mm, yeah, for sure. <laughs> right. And then I had other non-negotiable dates. Like when my kids were starting school, I wanted to help pay for private school. Um, I wanted to earn all the trips every month to take my family on. So the biggest thing I see people do is they don't have dates that are do or die, non-negotiable. This has got to happen by that date. And here's why. So they play the, um, the resolution game. They set resolutions. Yeah. Like some people have now. And I guarantee you without those dates, they'll set the same ones next year. Yeah. So having those dates that are non-negotiable as far as by this date, this is going to happen. And here's why. Yeah. And it's got to be big and it's got to be attached to something outside of you because we fail ourselves all day long. So if you're attaching it to somebody like my kiddos, right? I, I, I and I always shared what I was going for by when with my family mm. so that we were all on board and everybody knew they were going to win. So, um, that is accountability and that scares a lot of people. Yeah. Having everyone know what, what it is you're working on. Yeah. They're supporting you and, but that's the key. Yeah. If I told my family, this is what I'm working on right now and this is what I'm going to do it by on the days that it got hard and I wanted to quit, I might have taken the afternoon off, but I did not take three, five days a month off because I had two little faces looking at me. Yeah. That's a yeah. big why. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That difference you want to make in those people's lives. Yes. And you know, the bigger thing for me is that I, I wanted my kids to grow up knowing that you can get anything you want in life, but it takes hard work and knowing that quitting was not an option. So on the days that I wanted to quit and there were lots of them, <laughs> I didn't because I knew that they were watching me. Mm. Right. I think, yeah. people, I, I think people forget that we are a con. Um, I hope this is the right word that we're a conduit for each other. Yeah. We, we either inspire each other to do better or we play small and let everybody else off the hook too. Yeah. That's a hard out. And then, body. and then as a parent, that's, you want to teach your children that as a, you know, a skill or something that they know that they can keep going, that they can, you know, have those ups and downs and still get their goals, right? Whatever that yeah. might be, whether it's playing sports or getting that grade in that class or whatever it is, it yeah. kind of relates to everything. Yeah. And this is, again, having the vision. I had a vision of the kind of mom I wanted to be, the relationship I wanted to have with my kids the values that I wanted to instill in them while I had them and had them, you know, knew I was going to have to release them into the world as adults. This has become an epidemic in our country right now that I could spend a whole other time. <laughs> Maybe I'll have to do another one on that. <laughs> what we're really creating right now, but um, I wanted my kids to grow up and know that they could be totally self-sufficient and that if they were following their path, their vision would lead them through just about anything. I love Not, that. Yeah. That's really powerful. 
Oh, I love this. This is all so great. Everybody, I hope you can listen to this a few times over. You know, I, I will be starting my wellness power class in January, and we're going to be talking about how do you create that vision of the big why of why you're doing what you're doing. And then how do you overcome the obstacles? And how do you listen right. to your body and all of these things that you can do to create the life you want to have? Because really, you can have it. It's just a matter of keeping committed to your vision, right? That commitment, yeah. keep that going. Um, Carrie, thank you so much. We just, uh, we're going to take another little right. quick, quick break, but when we get back, I would love for you to just give us a couple of, I call them words of wisdom for little tips that people can use going forward, just to start them in the process of, you know, creating this vision. Okay. Mindful health to help you flourish. What if in just 90 days you could completely change your life? If you could start losing the weight that's been weighing you down, get better sleep, eat better, have more energy, and have a healthy lifestyle for good. Have you ever wondered why changing your health is so hard? Do you want to believe it is possible? What you mentally focus on grows. This program is set up to help you grow a garden of health. In just 90 days, you can learn the habits of health. This is not a diet or a short-term health challenge, but a healthy lifestyle change for the long term. Health starts in your mind. Through this workbook and audios, you'll be guided and empowered with the confidence to see results and change your life. 30 days to plant the seeds of beliefs and mindset. 30 days to nourish the seeds through daily health habits. And 30 days to grow and thrive by gaining confidence and energy when you see the results of improved mood weight release, and finding enjoyment in moving your body. Buy this program and watch yourself flourish. What you focus on grows. Let's grow a healthy body and mind. Reserve this program today by contacting Camille at flourishwellnessconsulting.com. It's time to change your life for good. Welcome back, everybody, to Wellness Wisdom. Um, we've been having a really powerful conversation today. I hope you guys, as it's at the beginning of January, and a lot of people are thinking about goals, intentions, dreams, all of that for the new year, that you listen to this a couple of times and that you really soak in how it is that you can make actionable steps from your vision, you know, make things happen for you. You can do it. It takes courage. It takes hard work but you can make the things that you want to have happen in your life. And I have Carrie Connolly with me. Carrie is amazing. She's an expert on setting a vision. She's had several successful businesses from doing this very thing where she created in her mind beforehand what she wanted to have happen. Right. Um, Carrie, before the break, I asked you if you would kind of give with us, give us a couple of just parting words of wisdom for people that they can start, you know, with this creating their vision. All right. So one would be change your words. Get rid of wishy-washy words, trying, hoping, mm. wishing, um, and this most especially, my least favorite word is someday. Oh, yeah. Okay. We're, not, we're, we're dealing with non-negotiable. As yeah. human beings, we all only have 24 hours in a day, and when this day is done, it's done. So quit pretending that you have more time than everybody else and that you are immortal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're all getting older. Today will not come again. Yes. Okay. So get rid of all of those wishy-washy words. Second thing, I said this earlier, take a look around you at the environment you're in and who you're hanging with because it affects you more than you know. Make some changes and start hanging around the people who are already living the lifestyle that you want to create. 
Mm. They are amazing giving people. Um, I've been talking about this a lot lately is that we have become such a busy, noisy world. Mm-hmm. And the best gift you can give yourself every single day is especially first thing in the day is to have an hour of quiet time. You need time to listen to your voice every day. It sets the tone for your day. It gives you the peace that you need. It helps you discern what your top three most important things are to do that day. Um, it, it, it's everything. I, I developed that habit almost 10 years ago and it changed my world. Mm. So carve out the time. Thank you so much. So changing the way we talk to ourselves, um, saying the things like I will, I am, I can, all those things rather than the negative and looking at who you're hanging around with, who's in your environment. I also have done that. Um, the power hour, that quiet time, you know, in yeah. the morning. And it's made a huge difference in just the feeling of like, because I have so many tasks to do. I'm a lot more clear on what is most important for me as I have that quiet time for meditation yeah. and just listening to myself. I love that. Hey, everybody, I hope you enjoy listening to this and you listen to it. And you, you feel excited about what you're going to create in 2019 and beyond. And maybe you're going to be creating it into 2020 and 2022 and 2023. All of these things that you're going to create and that you can do in your life. Thank you so much, Carrie, for joining us. If people want to know more of what you're doing, what's the best way for them to reach you? You know, the best thing to do is just go to my website, Carrie Conley. And uh, I always have uh, some free downloads and uh, uh, opportunities to come to my next workshop, uh, you know, masterclass. It's always all there. Thank you so much. This has been such a pleasure to have you. You're someone I really look up to as a mentor. And so I really appreciate all your words. And, you know, everybody, as you listen, let's create the best 2019 that we can. You know, let's go out and do what we can. Be courageous um, and keep committed to the vision of who we can become. Um, I hope you guys, as you listen to this, you know that this year you can make peace with your body and like who you are. Take care, everybody. This is the EWN Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.